right, team. Coach Dana Cavalier here, checking in with you. And I got a great episode today on the Becoming a Champion show with Mr. Jeremy Mitchell, founder of Mitchell Bats. He makes customized bats, really cool ones. Make sure you check it out. And the reason I had him on the show is, number one, I'm getting a few bats. But number two, to show you how you can start a business if you follow your passion in any niche. And actually, some of the best businesses start in the niches. So give this episode a watch. I know you'll love it. And if you do, give it a thumbs up. Give us some comments. Give us a like. Sit back, enjoy my episode with Jeremy Mitchell of Mitchell Bats. Good to see you, man. Thanks, thanks, for, uh, thanks for doing this. I, uh, I came across your website, I think on LinkedIn, maybe uh, like six weeks ago. I said, this is okay. real, real cool what you got going on. I, I really... Uh, I really enjoyed looking at the bats and uh, the creativity and the just, I, I, I enjoyed what I saw. So I said, I got to, I do this show with entrepreneurs and, you know, um, you know, all different types, some that are very seasoned and others that are, that are in the startup phase. And um, I, I said, I, I want to talk to this guy. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. Cool. So how's it going? All right. It's going good. We're in the we're in the thick of it with uh, getting Christmas bats out, uh, painted and shipped, and so this is uh, it's crunch time. Yeah. Hey, that's that's a good time though. Oh yeah, yeah. This yeah. is our this is our ninth Christmas. Wow. Very cool. Yeah. All right. I um I'm just I'm just streaming us to Facebook here. If that's cool. Yeah, it's great. Hey, Facebook. <laughs> Get that revved up, and then. Uh, all right, we're good to go. So this is your ninth ninth Christmas selling the bats. That's right. Yeah, we launched it uh, right before Christmas uh, back in 2013. And um, so it hasn't slowed down since. Wow. See, that's interesting because, I, I mean, I honestly thought that it was it was a new company. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's, it's just kind of cool to, to, um, to find out how long you guys have been doing this. And do you feel like now you're really starting to get that that pop effect where it's like, Hey, all these years of work and grinding and building. Now we're really starting to be a, a name in the marketplace. Yeah, absolutely. I think so. Um, you know, we were, we were blessed right at the beginning to be featured uh, in ESPN's black Friday um, mm. holiday gift guide, like two weeks after we launched. And so that, that kind of springboarded us into uh, the, the, the world uh, really, and got a lot of attention right at the beginning. So, so Jeremy, for, for those out there that don't know Mitchell Bats, how do you explain the company? How do you explain Mitchell Bats? Yeah, so um, I say that these are hand-painted, heritage-inspired uh, baseball bats that are, are instant heirlooms. Uh, when you purchase a bat and, and give it to someone or uh, you, you keep it for yourself, like it's, it's instantly a part of your baseball uh, history, DNA, um, whatever you want to call it, uh, whether you're a Cardinals fan or um, a Dodgers fan, like you can get a bat in those colors. And, and in that bat, uh, when you look at that bat, all those memories that you have of baseball and uh, talking about baseball or collecting baseball cards, uh, it's, it's all encompassing in, in that baseball bat that you display on your wall or um, have, have on a shelf like I have this yeah. bat right here. Yeah. Now, were you were you a baseball player? What inspired this idea? Yeah. So i i played I played baseball from basically age six. You know, t ball, 
you know, mm. the YMC, YMCA jersey uh, shorts <laughs> all okay. the way up, to, all the way up to high school. Um, and then I also ran track and played basketball. And so uh, my, my baseball career, I would say, ended uh, in probably eighth grade. Okay. And, uh, and I did basketball and track and I ran track in college and I did uh, 110 hurdles and 400 meter hurdles. Okay. And, um, but, uh, so yeah, I, I grew up playing baseball. That was, that's, uh, that's a big part of this. And, uh, I grew up, uh, collecting baseball cards and that okay. was, that's really a big part of it too. And, um, not only did I, did I collect baseball cards, like when I would look at a baseball card or a cover of a sports illustrated or something with a baseball player on it, I would study the uniforms. And so the, you know, the stripe patterns, there's stripes in, in every single, every single uniform of every single sport, basically. Mm. And, um, that's where, um, the stripe patterns, uh, that's why I'm drawn to that, um, for the bats is because of the uniform designs. Oh, all right. That's, that's it. That's interesting. I always love to hear how people get started. Where did you grow up? So I grew up in Hendersonville, Tennessee, which okay. is about 30, 30 minutes from where I'm sitting right now in Nashville. Okay. And that's, and that's where the company is now. You guys are based in Nashville. Correct. Okay, cool, man. This is, uh, it's fun. I, I, I just love, you know, when you go on your website, the bats immediately grab you. They, you say, wow, I haven't seen a bat like that. It's very different. Um, it's unique. It, it has color schemes that are powerful and bold and it just, it, it's uh, very attractive to the eye. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. So, so who comes up with the designs? So that's me. Yeah. I'm the, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the founder, creative director, painter, janitor, all the things. Okay. So how do you manage, and how do you manage all that? Cause I know a lot of entrepreneurs out there are like dealing with fatigue and they deal with burnout and they deal with their own emotions and questioning, am I doing this right? Am I doing enough? Am I doing too much? Yeah. I think you have to give yourself a ton of grace. Um, you know, there's, there's times where I'm, where I'm like, I don't have any more ideas. And then something will pop up and, uh, you know, it's off to the races. Um, there's a, there's a, you know, also have a, a, a very, um, very supportive wife okay. um, that has helped <laughs> me uh, over the last eight years. And um, so that, that's been a big part of this, but um, I think it's, you know, you know, I'm, I'm painting baseball bats. And so I, I'm not, I'm not saving lives. I'm not flying an airplane, yeah. you know? So if, if I have to, um, if I have to ever reach out to a customer and say, Hey, this is going to take a little longer than I thought. Um, then I, I I've learned to like to do that if I have to. And, and they're always, they're always awesome. And, um, I have a, a great client base and, and the, yeah. the people that, that I consider fans of Mitchell bat, um, are, are understanding and supportive too. Yeah. How long does it take you to make a bat? Um, start to finish. Uh, it's, it's, it's a lot of little tedious things. It's a lot of little, little things that, uh, go along with it. So all in all, I would probably say a couple of hours, maybe, um, over the course of a couple of days, cause stuff has to, stuff has to dry, yeah. um, stuff has to be sanded and stained. And so there, there's a, there's a process that, that mm. is uh, very tedious. And for you, where did you, where'd you learn how to do all this? I mean, was it something that was <laughs> trial and error or what? Yes. Oh man. That's a good question because when I launched this thing, when I launched this bat company, 2013, I didn't have any bats. I've, I've never, I've never painted a bat. Um, all I had was Photoshop 
uh, renderings because I'm a designer by trade. Oh, okay. um, I've worked in I've worked in advertising since the early 2000s, and so um, I know how to spin up a product and I know how to render a product um, visually, and and so that's what I did. I had I I quickly built a website literally uh, during the seventh inning stretch of the two of game six of the 2013 world series. And it was all, it was really on a whim. It was completely mm-hmm. on a whim. And um, so to answer your question of like, how did I learn how to do this? Um, literally I got the bats after we made a bunch of sales, I didn't have any bats. So I'm, I'm basically selling these like fictitious bats yeah. um, with a, with a promise that I'm going to ship these things. And that was risky and that was scary. Um, but I got the bats and I actually have a bunch of, I, I actually have a bunch of bats here with me to, to show, but yeah. I'm going to show, I'm going to show you bat number one yes, and bat, and bat number two. So I, I kept them um, because I felt like they were going to be special and they were going to be um, that I'd want to, I'd want to keep these. And so bat number one, this was called, this is called the Washington and we don't sell this bat anymore because after I made it. So it's, it's very like vintage, like yeah. vintage bat, like a, uh, vintage baseball okay um it's not it doesn't look like your typical mitchell bat that we have in the store now there's some similarities to it but this this was bat number one and i literally just was like okay i i just got to make sure the stripes are straight and i'm i'm actually proud of this bat this is my very first one um that the stripes actually like turned out uh to be to be uh straight and then bat number two see here i want to knock this stuff over that number two because the because the um cardinals were in the world series Mm. this is this is bat number two um so this one after i made this one i was like okay this is the this is what i want to do this is the template like this is i want to have a a full color barrel um stripes up here about two inches of negative space here a negative space in the wood and then a handle now i have stripes in the handles but Funny story about this. Let's see if the camera picks this up. So there, you see this number two. Yeah. On the end there. So yeah. I pounded that. I pounded that in there. I had some friends that were like, "Hey, you should you should number these," and uh, I'm like, "Really? How?" And they're like, "Just you should just number the the knob." And so I I pounded this on with like a like a metal like template. Yeah. With a hammer, with a, with a hammer, and it and it cracked the bat. Wow. I'm like, well, I'm like, well, I guess I'm not going to do that anymore. So I had to come up with a different way of numbering, but, but those are, these are special to me because I mean, this is, this is the template that we've made basically all of our Mitchell bats off of uh, the last eight years. And it's, it's gotten some wear and tear on it. Um, we haven't really kept good care of it um, because it's just been bouncing around the shop. Um, so Jeremy, just, years. just as, as you go with that bat number one, and then bat number two, how, how many of those have you sold or how many of, did you sell of bat one and two or any? Oh man. So, yeah, so this is, we still sell, this is the design of number two right here that, that okay. we sell all the time. Um, we sell a lot of these in St. Louis. Um, as you can tell, it's yeah. St. Louis uh, colors. Mm-hmm. And um, so we, so I just, I replicate, I replicate the designs. And so that we've sold, gosh, I don't even know how many of these we've sold. Um, but it's, it's, it's a lot. I always say, when I answer that question, sometimes I say, people say, how many bats have you sold? Uh, and I say more than I ever could have imagined that yeah. I ever would sell. 
Yeah, that's cool. Because you have a, uh, you know, an appreciation for for the customer in in a statement like that. And you also have a, you know, just an appreciation for your, for what you've done, you know, and the marketplace has that appreciation too. Yeah. Yeah. So they're, uh, yeah, they're all made, they're all uh, made to order. So when you order a Mitchell bat, um, the bat that you receive is, it's not just one off the shelf. It's, it's one that I sat down and made specifically for you, for that customer. Um, and I think that's a, that's a pretty cool business model. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. Cause I, I was thinking about that. Uh, because it is so handcrafted and handmade and personal, you know, in, in building this this company and building this brand, is that what you uh, envision it being in the future? The same kind of thing, just boutique, custom curated, you know, um, a specialty company? Or are you looking to take this thing to where it's just, you know, more of a mass production model? Yeah, I, I like the idea of of keeping it craft, keeping it boutique. Um, and I think there's a there's a way to to scale that up just a little bit, um, so that we're not um, a, a warehouse just full of thousands of bats um, sitting on a shelf. I, I think that there's something that um, I feel like I might I might lose something um, if if I take it that route. Yeah, because today, you know, in the world of entrepreneurship, it's always about growth. It's about scale. It's about volume. You know, it's about numbers. Uh, you know, how do you, how do you that battle that could that could show or exist? How do you how do you deal with that for yourself? Yeah. So I have a I, one of my mentors, um, a pretty cool guy, uh, Paul Cunningham. So he he's the owner of Leatherhead Sports. And so he see this. He makes this football right here. Okay. Um, so his company makes footballs and, and baseballs and soccer balls, all handmade in, in America. Um, he, I mean, he has an inventory of things, but he's he's making stuff all the time. And and I talk to him quite often. And when I'm when I'm feeling like uh, when I'm feeling like what am I doing with my life? Like I I don't know what I'm doing with this bat company anymore. And the last time I talked to him, he said he said he asked me this question. He said, "Are you happy?" And I said, yeah, yeah, of course I'm, I'm happy. Like I'm happy with where I am. I'm, I'm happy with, I'm happy with where I've, where I've come and what I'm doing. I'm happy for the future. And he goes, then just keep doing what you're doing. Uh, mm-hmm. if, if you're, if you're happy, then, then don't, don't, don't mess with that. Yeah. Um, and he also said, you know, if you get to a, a comfortable plateau, um, which is not always what entrepreneurs and businesses want to, want to stay at is just like get to a, a plateau and just stay there. He's like, if you get to a comfortable plateau and you're happy with that and, and your life is good, then, then stay there for a little bit and stay, yeah. stay there as long as you can. And I think that's like, after hearing him say that, I was like, okay, I can just like, I can calm way down and not worry um, if this is, if this is going to go crazy where I have 50 employees or hundred employees or, you know, storefronts and locations. And there's all these things that all these ideas that, um, people will volunteer to put in my head yeah. of like, Hey, you should, you should do this or you should do that. I'm like, and I, I want to like run to that, but it's, you know, the, the foundation of this will always be the same. Um, heritage inspired hand painted baseball bats um, in Nashville, Tennessee. And um, that that's kind of where I want to stay for now. Yeah. And what's cool is, I mean, you're the guy for that. Like, like that's, you're the category leader of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And then you just, you know, you have your lane and you stay right there and, and you know what it is. I always say like happiness and, and peace come from clarity. 
So if you have clarity yeah. on what it is that you're doing and building and, and what you're all about, you know, puts you many steps ahead of the average uh, entrepreneur. Because most entrepreneurs can can bite those hooks and bite on the bait of friends and family and customers and people that say, hey, Jeremy, you know what you should do? You should do this. And you should do baseballs with unique seams. And you should do this. And you should do that. And then you yeah. lose you, you know, you lose that clarity. And when you lose that clarity, you lose the peace and you lose the happiness. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and you know, it's like there's, there's, there's a guy that that's doing those baseballs, you know, with the different, different stitchings and, and all of all that. And so it's, um, uh, I've, I like to partner with people. So like this, you mentioned baseballs. So Huntington, Huntington baseball company okay. makes these hand handmade baseballs in, in Boston. Cool. And they're unique and they're, they're handmade. You got Huntington right there on the, yeah, on the panel. Like and so we sell his, we sell his baseballs on our, on our website. And you know, that's a, that's a way for me to, um, partner with other people that are doing cool stuff in this, in the sport. Um, and it's, it's, it's just a hat tip to, you know, from, for me to, you know, his name's Will Peebles and he's, he's a friend of mine. And, and, yeah. and now, uh, I get to market his product and he can talk about my product. And it's just like, everybody's kind of just in this brotherhood, um, of, of baseball. And, and that's, that to me is, is really cool. Like when someone's like, Hey, have you ever thought of making, making wallets out of old baseball gloves? I'm like, no, but Fielder's Choice does that. And they're awesome. And you should get a wallet from them. And I'm going to stick to the main thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's huge. You guys are like uh, baseball artisans doing your thing. Yeah. Uh, a, a buddy of mine, uh, Randall Thompson with dugout mugs, yeah. you know, it's kind of the same thing with him. You know, he's just, you know, found his niche with the, you know, with the barrels and turning them into, you know, drinking mugs and things like that. Yep. And it's like, sometimes you have that signature product and that is your product for, for the duration. Yeah. And there's nothing yeah, wrong Randall with and I, Randall and I text every once in a while. He's a, he's a good guy to, to bounce ideas off of. And he has his, his deal. His thing is just a, an empire. I mean, he's got so many, so many products and, and, and mugs just going out, going out the door every day. I'm, I'm, I'm really proud of what he's accomplished. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's, he's, he's done, he's done a great job. So I want to ask you for, for, for somebody out there, let's say there's somebody out there today that has an idea and they're a bit nervous about bringing their idea to market. You said you were selling your idea before you even had a product. How do you get over that? I mean, what do you, what do you do? And, and how do you just say, Hey, I'm, I'm going all in. Yeah. I mean, you, you have to, you have to launch it, um, when nobody's looking, um, yeah. which is what, which is what I did. I, I launched a bat company. I had zero Instagram followers. Um, I had no traffic to my website. I had nothing. Um, so you have to, you have to launch it and not worry about, uh, what your website looks like on day one yeah. or year one, um, la launch immediately and tell everybody about it. Yeah. And don't be afraid if someone's stealing your idea. There's not, there's only 24 hours in a day. People don't have time to do what they're doing plus doing what you're, you're thinking about doing. Um, so I, so my advice to that is just, is it's don't worry that you don't have a logo. Don't worry that you don't have the perfect cotton. Uh, if you're making t-shirts or hats, get it out there, um, launch it and then worry about making it perfect later. Because honestly, it'll, it'll never be perfect. It'll never be perfect. You're, you will always like my website right now, like you looked at it and you're like, this is great. I look at it and I see all the, all the problems with it. I see all the things that I want to change about it. 
Um, but at the end of the day, um, the main thing is the main thing and you got to stick to that. Yeah. Which is interesting. You know, the, the psychology of an entrepreneur, it's so wavering because of that, you know, you're, you're almost trained to see what the flaws are, you know, with the hope for improvement. But if you focus too much on the flaws, what do you become, right? You become always thinking about flaws and negativity when business and growth is so much about optimism and what we're able to do, what we can do, what we're going to do. So there's also that, that fine balance, but yeah, a lot of people get stuck because they're, they're so worried about being perfect on what it is that they're putting out there to the market. And they think that one, you know, if, if rendition one, if it doesn't go perfect, they're done forever. Right. So, and, and this business, I'm, I'm guessing when you first started and maybe even now, I mean, the startup costs were pretty low. Yeah. The, I, I launched it with 99 cents. Okay. And that was the price of the URL. Okay. That I got with a discount code. And I paid with, I paid that 99 cents with a PayPal account that I had from another website that was making money off of ads um, on like a, like a blog. And so the, everything has been kind of like funding itself, like all these ideas, uh, you know, kind of help pay for it. And, you know, I, I spent money on the bats and, and the paint, but I mean, all in all, I mean, it started with 99 cents and that was that, that URL. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's cool. And your first, <laughs> and, and your first sale, when, yeah. when did it come? How, how, what did it, <laughs> what did it feel like? And then what was the scramble like afterwards to get the that oh, done man. and packaged and. Yeah, it was, it was weird because, you know, I launched this on October 30th. So this is like the day before Halloween. Okay. Um, launched it, went to a Halloween party the next night, told some people, but like, Hey, I launched a bat company. And they're like, Oh, that's cool. Um, how are you going to paint these? How are you going to ship these? What are you going to charge? How do you do taxes? How, what have, what, if some, what if somebody makes a return? I don't know. I don't know these things, but I don't care. Cause I'm, cause I launched. I'm in business. And yeah, I'm in business. So that was like, I think that was like a Friday night and then like Saturday and then Sunday, um, we made our first sale the, the following Sunday. So four days, four days after we launched it, um, I hear this notification on my phone that I've never heard before. It was like a cash register sound. Yeah. And, and I was like, what was that? And so I went to my phone and it was like, it was my, it was a sale. It was like, congratulations, you made your first sale. I'm like, Oh no, I didn't know that anyone was even looking at this. And, uh, <laughs> I, I was, I told my wife, she's like, what happened? I was like, somebody bought a bat. And, um, she was like, I don't know, man. I think you, I think you got to give this guy a refund and tell him like, you don't have bats. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm I'm going to make this happen. And then in while I was talking and holding my phone, that that guy emails me and he was like, Hey, I just bought a bat. And, uh, he bought, there was at the time, um, the bats were named after cities. And so he bought a Boston bat because I launched it. I launched with the Washington, which I just showed you the St. Louis and the Boston. Okay. Um, Cause I launched it with the, with the two teams that were in the world series. And he said, I bought a Boston bat. And, um, I went, I was, I was at the 1986 world series and I would like to buy a bat in New York Mets colors. Do you, do you have that available? And so obviously I don't have that on the website. So what I did, I went into Photoshop and changed the color of the St. Louis bat to be orange and blue and popped it on the site and then responded to his email within minutes um, and sent him a link to, to that, to that um, blue and orange bat. And he bought it and right then from the email. And so my first customer was also my first repeat customer. 
and um you know off to the races after that i mean we were selling bats um to people in australia and canada and all over the u.s like in that very first week and i was just like this is crazy like i i i don't even i've never launched a thing that was immediately like impactful and like happened uh the way that this, this all happened and then no joke two weeks later two weeks after i launched this thing and i'm barely keeping up with orders already uh espn sends us an email and they're like we want to feature your bats in the holiday gift guide for black friday wow and i was blown away by that because i was just like this is crazy and so i looked back at the 2012 holiday gift guide and that's where leatherhead sports which is makes these footballs um he was featured on there and so i was just like well i'm, I'm gonna reach out to him and and just see if he responds um and to see if I should do this or not. And so, um, so I emailed Paul Cunningham and it was like, just like info at leatherheadsports.com. You know, there's a generic email yeah. address and he emails me back this guy that I've been following and never really talked to him. Um, I knew who he was just from, cause he's been doing footballs for a couple of years now. Um, and I, I loved his product. And so he gave me some really solid advice and, and he was like, yeah, I've, I saw your bats. And I'm like, how did you see my bats? And, and, uh, so come to find out, like there was a lot of blogs and magazines and stuff already like talking about these bats. Cause they've never had, they've never seen any bats like this. Hmm. Um, and I'd never seen any bats quite like this. And, and so it was at the time, I think it was the right product at the right time in the right season, right before Christmas. And, um, so yeah, that first bat was, that was, a, was a scramble because we didn't have any way to like put our logo on the the end of the, the end of the, um, the handle here, like we do. So oh, we have yeah. like the, that that's where our logo is. And that's intentional to keep, to keep the logo, um, off of the, off of yeah. the design, um, similar to like, uh, you know, like your, I mean, now Nike has their swoosh right there, which I don't love the swoosh on the front. You know, they used to keep the stuff like on the side, but I digress yeah. about that. Uh, that's, a, that's a conversation for later. But um, yeah, that first that first bat was like, like man, it was like she being getting shot out of a cannon, and and I just felt I just felt like holy cow, like we're we're doing this, like this is a real thing. And that first Christmas after that ESPN after that ESPN um, feature, there was we're sitting at church on that Sunday, and I was in California visiting family. And my phone just kept just ching to ching, just kept on like orders are coming in, just like one after the other. And uh, you know, we're across the country, and I'm like, Kathy, we might have to tell my wife, like, we might have to like get a flight home sooner than than what we expected because yeah. now I have to paint. And I was painting bats from, I mean, and I so we, had, we just had a brand new baby. I started a brand new job at an advertising agency, and so I was I was working nine to five. I had a brand new newborn our second baby. And I was painting from the minute I got home to into the night, like sometimes two or three in the morning. Wow. And I would, I would go to sleep, wake up at like six in the morning, continue painting and then go to work. Um, and it was, it was a grind, but it was, it was also fun. Like I look back at those times. I don't, I don't know if my wife would tell, tell you the same <laughs> thing, but, uh, I was having a blast and, and I was, I was, I was making something that was different than, than what I had been making in the past, which was all digital. Yeah. all the stuff on the screen. Um, and so this was something that I could get my hands dirty and I work with tape and work with, you know, tools. Like I, I, I'm before you, before we came on this call, I was, I'm like cutting out like, um, 
I'm making vinyls for all the, all the, all the projects I'm working on right now, but, um, I get to work with all these different unique tools that I've yeah. never even heard of. And it's, it's fun to go back and forth from digital to, to, uh, in your hands. Yeah. Yeah. I think the world today is so digital that it's nice to have something to touch and something to hold on to and something to, right. you know, keep and cherish. So that's, that's really cool. But that's what, what makes that story so much fun is that it shows just the scrappiness, uh, <laughs> you know, of you, but, but also what's required to be a startup entrepreneur. And, and again, you, you know, you got these orders coming in, you, you barely have the materials, you've never really done it before. And it's like that ready, fire, aim mentality. <laughs> and so many people are, are spending X amount of time on their business plan. And it's like, it's the saying of Mike Tyson, where he says, hey, it's great to have a plan until you get punched in the face. Right. You know, and then it's like, we have to figure it out here. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good analogy. Yeah. So the, the bats, and I'm, I'm guessing they were never meant to be game used bats. Right. They, yeah, were, they were meant to be on the wall. Yeah. On the wall collectibles. And, and that's kind of unique in itself. Cause you know, most people get in the bat business and they want to see their bat on, you know, at Yankee stadium or Fenway sure. park in the hands of a professional hitter for you, yeah. you went about it, you know, from right away from the collectible standpoint. Right. Yeah. I think that, um, you know, I wanted something that I would hang on my wall and display in my home. And as, as much as us guys love the, the broken bats or the bats with pine tar all over them signed by Anthony Rizzo or whoever hanging yeah. on your wall, um, it, it doesn't always look the best, <laughs> um, according to, you know, my wife, but we have a, we have a bat hanging in our living room and it was her idea. So yeah. I mean, there's something there, but yeah, these, um, the bats, we started making, we, you know, we were selling these bats. So this is, this is, this is my personal collection. This is Wade Boggs. Yeah. Cool. Wade Boggs uh, signed this about recently, but um, we started making these leather hangers. Oh yeah. That, that's cool. And so it's just a, just a, you just, all you need is a nail yep. and um, hangs on the wall and it's just, it's easy to, it's easy to display. It looks nice and it's not big and big and bulky. Um, and so we started selling these bats and people are like, how should we display these? And, and we're like, I'm, I'm like, I don't know. Um, buy a, buy a bat rack and, or something. And so we wanted to, we wanted to offer a solution. And so we, I, I make thousands of these all the time, um, made out of leather. And we have a few um, different colors that we started offering. So like a, like a glove yep. leather, like um, lighter tan. This is a yep. Don Mattingly, okay. Don Mattingly signed bat. And so I, I have to, I have like, I have like 10 bats right here with me. Like um, when, when y'all reached out and they said that you want to see some bats like i had to go grab like my like archived like personal yeah. collection um but yeah the leather hangers come in black and so this is a daryl strawberry autograph okay. bat cool this is this is the only bat this is the only this is the only mitchell bat that i actually purchased at full price um because we um daryl was i had a, I have a podcast as well the jeremy mitchell show and daryl was on my show and that, that still is like, I can't believe that I got Daryl Strawberry to be on, on my, on my podcast, but, um, we've become like semi friends over this. And, um, I needed, I was trying to raise money for my girl's softball field that got flooded. This was like yeah. last, last spring. And I'm like, man, what could I do 
I, I, I should do an auction. And I'm like, who could I get to sign some bats? I'm like, oh, Daryl. So I texted Daryl and I was like, hey, could you sign a Mitchell bat? And I'm going to auction it off to raise money for um, our softball fields that were ruined. And he responded back. He's like, absolutely send it to me. And then like minutes later, he goes, send me three. And I'm like, no way. And so I painted up three bats and uh, he signed them and, you know, inscribed them with 86 champs, uh, 86 WS champs, yeah. which is cool. He's like my favorite player of all time. <laughs> and so when, when I, when I got them back in the mail, I'm like, I gotta, I, I gotta keep one of these. Yeah. Uh, but, but fair and square, I gotta pay for it. And so I, I paid, I paid full price to, to donate um, money to the, to the softball fields But yeah, that's the only bat that I've ever like paid for. Um, and the bats have like evolved a little bit. Like this one's pretty crazy with the elephant print. Yeah. Um, like with like the, um, like the Jordan threes, if, yep. if you're familiar with that. Yeah, that's, then, that's what I was thinking about when I, yeah. And then Tinker Hatfield, it, which is the, the designer that designed the Jordan threes. That's like his signature here, uh, logo. Wow. Um, but this is a personal, this is like a, this is a birthday present to myself a, a couple of years ago. Um, when I, when I have, when I have any extra time, which I'd never have any of that. Um, <laughs> I, I like to, I like to paint, paint bats, um, for myself. I, I, I had to get out of the, the habit and the rhythm of like wanting to keep all the bats. Um, because you know, I got to ship something, so I got to get those out the, yeah. the door. Um, but yeah, this one, um, this actually was the first bat that we put a logo on of someone else's logo besides ours. And, uh, the story behind this one, this is Jack Daniels, um, custom bat. Um, it's stained with whiskey mm. and it's, and it's flame charred. So wow. like a whiskey barrel. Yeah. And so Jack Daniels reached out and they were like, um, can we want to do a bat with our logo on it? And, um, um, every, every person that asked if I could put a logo on a bat, I told them no. Um, because I, I didn't want to, I didn't know how to do it. Number one. Um, and I didn't fully understand the vision of like putting, putting logos or anything on here that wasn't just stripes. Cause I was, I was so married to the stripes and this yeah. was probably year, year two. Um, but in, for two years I was telling people, no, no, we don't, we don't put logos on bats. And then when Jack Daniels reached out, like, Hey, can you put my uh, logo on a bat? Of course. I was like, oh, of course we'd love to. Um, and cause you don't say no to Jack Daniels. That's true. And Not in Tennessee, and so, no. So we did this bat, um, for them. And, uh, this one kind of put us on the map. I, I think, um, this one got us attention from Oprah. Um, wow. people have, people have seen this, seen this bat on Instagram and, and, and now, now we do, um, just a ton of, a, a ton of like custom bats. Like that's a, that's a lot of what we do is, is custom bats. We do one-offs, we do 50 at wow. a time, you know, anything in between. Um, but this one, this one is special. This is like one of my favorite, favorite bats. And of course, uh, this is, I got two more to show you. Yeah. Um, this is, so this is, uh, you know what that says? No. It's Shohei Otani. Okay. So this is, um, so we're, uh, MLBPA licensed. So major league baseball players association, which you, you know, something about yep. that probably. Yep, absolutely. Um, so we're licensed through them. And, and so, uh, this year opening day, we launched our MLBPA, um, custom bats. And so player, player name and number, um, on the bats, and those are all on the website. And, um, this has been a really fun, fun idea because we've never had 
um, we've never licensed. We never, I'm learning a lot about licensing, but we've never um, gone that route before. Mm. Um, mostly because I didn't know how to do it. And, and I tried, I, I wanted to do this idea probably five years ago. Five, five or five or four years ago, maybe. And it's, and I would just email people and they're like, no, you can't do that for this or that reason. And I finally got the, the, the right person on the phone mm. and to, to, to walk me through this process. And, um, that's been, that's just, this has been, um, our most popular bat, which is Shohei. Cause everybody loves Shohei. And then one more, if we have time. Yeah. So this one is probably one of my favorite bats too. Um, and I still can't believe that we got to work with this company. Um, so in 20, 2018, okay. Uh, 2018, I wanted to put, I wanted to put, um, MLB licensed logos on our bats and I had the vision for it. And I, and I do that for teams. I do that for the Red Sox. I do that for the Reds. I've done it for, uh, the Padres. Like, like when the teams reach out, it's, it's fair game. I can do that, um, you know, without licensing because it's the team asking for yeah. it. And I obviously can't sell those on my website. I can't even put them on a website. Can't even talk about it. So if you're listening, hey, this is just between us. Um, <laughs> so uh, so through that process, I this is really through LinkedIn, actually. Through, through LinkedIn, I found, the, I found a guy at MLB who used to work for the Reds. And I have connections with the Reds and I have connections with Cincinnati and people know everybody in Cincinnati. And so I'm reaching out to my Cincinnati friends. Um, I'm like, Hey, do you know this guy? Do you know this guy? His name's this. He works for MLB. He does this. I need to talk to him because those people, they don't talk to anybody because why would they? Because they're, they're busy with MLB stuff. And, and this guy, uh, one of my buddies, he goes, well, my, my kids call him uncle. So yeah, we, we know him. So yeah, I'll connect you. Um, because we're good friends. So we connect over text message that turns into a phone call. Um, I'm talking to MLB licensing and I'm like, man, this is going to happen. I can't believe it. This, I, I'm, this is the closest I've ever been to this. And so I hop on the, on the phone with this guy and he's like, what, what is your idea? And I was like, I want to put, I want to put logos on the bats and I want to, I want to know how to do that legally um, licensing. Like, tell me what I need to know. If it's, if it's a no, then just tell me no and I'll move on. It's fine. And he goes, well, let me connect you. Let me connect you with the company that, that has that license. Cause there's only one bat company that has the ability to do that. And maybe you can talk to them and see what they say. And I'm like, that's, that's a, that's a no. Um, so anyway, so this was like six months later. So we had this phone call um, and he's like, I'm going to connect you with this bat company. And I didn't hear from him for like six months. And I thought it was a dead end. So my phone rings middle of the day. It's, it's my friend. It's my new friend at MLB. And he goes, you're not going to believe this, but this bat company wants to talk to you. And he goes, it's Louisville slugger. Yeah. And I was like, am I in trouble? Like, should I, <laughs> should I like, should I get my attorney involved? He's like, no, no, no. He goes, they, he goes, they're, they're, they're excited to, to meet you and they have an idea. I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. And so he goes, can I connect him with you? And I said, yes. And so the, the very next day I get, a, I'm on a phone call with Louisville Slugger. I'm, uh, it's like their creative director, their marketing director, some, some high ups in the company. And they're like, Hey, what's, so what's your idea? Like, what do you want to do? And I'm like, well, I want to put, I want to put logos on the bats, like Yankees Braves, you know, all of them. And they're like, no, you can't do that. And it was just like, okay, 
this now what? And, you know, you got me on the phone and, you know, we scheduled this call and it's just like, did you just, did you just like do this to be mean? Like what, why, yeah. why are you on here just to say no? And they're like, you can't do that. We're the only company that, that can, but we have a, we have a better idea for you. We have, a, we have a cooler idea. I'm like, okay, what is it? And they're like, home run derby is coming up uh, in Washington, DC. And we have this idea to collaborate with an artist, um, specifically a bat artist a bat painter um to come up with a design for the bats that are going to be used at the home run derby um would you be interested in that i'm like that's a hard yes for me like that's i'm for sure going to say yes to that so um we came up with i got the bat right here so this is this is a this is a louisville slugger yeah um and with uh mitchell batco logo on the on the on the handle and so these were these are little suckers. Um, me and my team painted these um, with the stars and the stripes because it's in Washington D.C. Yeah, beautiful. And it's a soup. It's a Supra bat. Um, and uh, so these are the bats that we. This is the design that I came up with. Wow. And so you know, three hundred plus emails later, <laughs> you know, back and forth between Little Slugger and 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 me, uh, we came up with this design. And um, they were shipping me bats. They shipped me blank, just blank Little Slugger bats. Um, we painted them, we detailed them, put the, put the stars on them, um, put the stripes on them. And then they added the, they added my logo Oh, nice. and then they, and then they added the, um, sorry, it's upside down. They added the Louisville Slugger logo and, and the rest of the branding. So it was a true collaboration. And what's crazy about, what's crazy about this whole process is, um, so they sent me just a bulk amount of bats and we were just me and me and three, three of my painters were just painting like crazy. And this was probably a week before and I had, I had a plane ticket to go there. Like I, I saw this in person. Like I, I was, I was in, I was in the stadium front row uh, in the uh, outfield and it was crazy. Torpedo we're in right field. Bryce Harper won the whole thing. Yeah. And um, Schwarber was hitting, hitting bombs in our, in our section. And what's crazy is a week before um, they're like, Hey, we, we're going to send you three more bats to paint and you have to turn them around in like 24 hours. Um, and therefore they're for one of the players, um, that's, that's going to be in the Derby. And I was like, well, can you tell me who it's going to be? Like, we can't tell you. And I'm like, come on, you can tell me. And they're like, we can't tell you. But when the box came, um, the, the bats had a little, like kind of a hang tag like this on them. Yep. And it said, it said B H. So uh-huh. who do you think that's for? Yeah, exactly. A little Bryce. Yeah. Harper action. So, so Bryce Harper. So I'm, I'm painting Bryce Harper's bats. And I was, you know, I, after I painted them, I was in the backyard. Like I was like, once they were dry, I was swinging <laughs> them. And so, you know, I was like, you know, putting my, putting my, uh, you know, juju on it, you know, just yeah. to make sure that, that he was going to win the whole thing. And, um, so that this, this right here is like, I, I still can't, I still can't believe that this, that this happened. Um, and to, to think that, to think, you know, that it started here. Yeah. It's amazing. You know, with, with this, like design that's you know not, not much to it to now we're you know we're in dc yeah you know people using these bats a uh, big stage for the, home, for the home run derby so that that to me was like um i i still can't believe it even right now as i'm talking about it like um i, I still can't believe it and it's uh and with all of that with that with you know jack daniels and um you know shohei and louisville slugger like none of those things 
like are the thing like it's just one of the things yeah like there's i don't think that along the way like you know when i tell people you know that prior to this little slugger thing like when i'm like hey i'm doing this little slugger project and they're like oh man that's it that's the thing that's that's the thing that's gonna like xyz um and i'm like i'm always kind of like i don't know i mean maybe i mean it's it's cool and it's it's awesome but it's also like i have to get it done like i i have to get the work done and and uh, just because they're a little slugger and because they're 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 humongous it's it's all people and it's all email addresses like we all have an email address and we all have a device that we can send messaging on whether whether you're uh some mom in wichita that wants a bat or whether you're Louisville slugger marketing director like the the quality is the same and i think with that that's that's a that's a fun place to be in um when you're making when i'm painting a bat like i don't i don't i don't waver on on quality um you're everyone gets the same 100 percent quality from me yeah and it's cool that you're that you're so in it and and you get to you know it, it all matters for you because it is so so personal and that's and that's cool so it's like you you know there's all these moments along the journey and it's like that's the brand story the brand story is still growing it's still evolving it doesn't have an ending yet a buddy of mine mm-hmm. started under armor said every brand has a beginning a middle and an end and we don't mm-hmm. know we don't know when the end is but every mm-hmm. day we work to continue the middle of that story mm-hmm. so it just continues to to evolve and grow and build and and who knows where it goes that's that's the great part about being an entrepreneur it's like just when you started hey let's do this we don't have any bats oh my gosh we got our first sale maybe we could turn it into a second sale boom so it's <laughs> all of that is what creates the story it's just I, I for me it's it's a great story of telling people find something you're passionate about and get started and it mm-hmm. doesn't have to be perfect but you have to start and in starting you get to meet your uh, childhood baseball hero. You get to, mm-hmm. you know, be present at the largest, you know, one of the biggest events in Major League Baseball, the All Star Game. Partnering with brands that are some of the biggest in the country. So that story continues to evolve, which is really cool. And it just started with an idea and a gamble on self and and using your creative talents to develop mm-hmm. something unique for the marketplace. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I yeah. appreciate that. Which is cool. So, Jeremy, I have one last question for you. I call this the Becoming a Champion show, and I, okay. I feel like we're all on a journey to become a champion in, in all that we do and and basically with who we are, right? We're all working to become better and better. What does the word champion mean to you? Champion is, is um, I think, a champion is someone who goes above and beyond what the requirement is. Yeah. And it's it's someone that, still has excellence even when no one's looking yeah even when the lights are out the the baseball field is empty everyone's gone home and they're still they're still there working on their on their craft and and nothing's going to get in the way of 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 their craft nothing's going to get in the way of them of them growing yeah um a champion is someone also that lifts others up i think that um you think about michael jordan like he didn't he didn't win all those championships by himself. Mm. He had a lot of people involved. Um, and so like, I, I, I think a champion and yeah, I think it's someone that 
that is is doing the hard work when no one's looking. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of hours when nobody's looking. And if you do it for when people are looking, you can get yourself in pretty in, in some trouble. So it's 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 all that time I guess by yourself as an entrepreneur thinking, contemplating and and trusting that gets you to where you want to go. Very very That's cool, right. man. I like it. So that's cool. I, I appreciate you coming on today and us uh, yeah. jamming. I think it's a great story. Well, I know it's a great story. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll link to your website and hopefully people could check out these bats. Yeah, thank you. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed that episode with Jeremy Mitchell. It was a good one. Head on over to his website, mitchellbatco.com. He's got some cool stuff, some bats. He's also got hockey sticks. So check it out. It's all custom and you can see the artist in him and the passion come out in his work. And it's super cool. So like I said, I bring entrepreneurs on that are owning and working to dominate niches. And his story was a real cool one. And I hope you sympathized with it and enjoyed it. And it, got, it has your wheels turning to say, what can I do next? It got your wheels turning. And now you could say, what could I do? What could I do? What could I do? So that's what the show's about, the Becoming a Champion show. It's about inspiration, motivation, and encouragement to move you along your high performance journey. And I hope it did that today. And if it did, give us a thumbs up, give us a comment, give us a like, anything you want, tell a friend, and we'll talk to you real soon on the next episode of the Becoming a Champion Show. This is Coach Dana Cavalia. See ya.